0: Marvin, what do you make of all this?
1: Man, I don't even have an opinion. Well, you got to have an opinion. I mean, do you think that God came down from heaven and stopped Oh, oh the
0: fuck's happening in the house? Oh, man, man. Oh, man, I shot Marvin in the face. Why the fuck did you do that? Well, I didn't mean to do it. was an accident. Oh, man, I
2: seen some crazy ass shit in my time, but this just... chill out, man. I told you it was an accident probably he went over a bump or hey, something. Hey, the car ain't hit no motherfucking bump.
0: Hey, look, man, I didn't I didn't mean to shoot the son of a bitch. The gun went off. I don't know why.
2: Well, look at this fucking mess, man. We're on a city street in broad daylight here. believe it, man. Well, believe it now, motherfucker. We got to get this car off the road. You know, cops tend to know this shit like you're driving just a car. Take it it fucking a, blood. Just take it to a friendly place, that's all. This is the valley, Vincent. Marcellus ain't got no friendly place in the valley. But you'll save my fucking town, man. Shit.
3: Joe, Joe, I
4: don't know what you think you know. But you're wrong. Like hell I am. Joe, trust me on this. You've made a mistake. He's a good kid. I understand you're hot, you're super fucking pissed. We're all real emotional. But you're barking up the wrong tree. I know this man. He wouldn't do that. You don't know jack shit. I do. The cocksucker tipped off the cops, and missed Mr. Brown and Mr. Blue killed. Mr. Blue is dead? Dead as diligent.
5: How do you know
6: the only one I wasn't 100% on. I should have my fucking head examined going ahead when I wasn't
7: 100%. That's your proof?
6: You don't need proof when you have instinct. I ignored it before, but no more.
5: You lost your fucking mind. Joe, if you're making a terrible mistake. I'm not gonna let you make
8: it. Come on, guys. Nobody wants this. We're supposed to be fucking
5: professionals. I hey, look. It's been quite a long time. A lot of jobs. There's no need for this, man. Let's just put our guns down, and let's settle this with a fucking conversation. Joe, if you kill that man, you die next. Repeat, if you kill that man, you die next. Larry, we have been friends. And you respect my dad and I respect you, but I will put fucking bullets right through your heart. You put that fucking gun down now. God damn you, Joe. Make me do this. Larry, stop pointing that fucking gun at my
7: dad!
4: Well, if this is it, old boy,
6: I hope you don't mind if I go out speaking to kings. By all means, cow. There's a special rung in hell reserved for people who waste good scotch. Seeing as I may be rapping on the door momentarily. I must say, damn good stuff, sir. Now, about this pickle we find ourselves in. It would appear there's only one thing left you to do. And what would
7: that be? Stick, Benz. See so, how feeders into your Nazi boss. <laughs>
8: Explain to me why we shouldn't blow both
9: of you to pieces.
3: Lloyd. What have you done?
9: Exactly what I had to. Every step of the way. The fight counts for a lot.
3: You trick,
2: McCarthy. But it will do you no good.
9: But there's nothing like having your friend show up with lots of guns.
3: No! McCarthy, you should!
9: The girls all know the score. No escape. No surrender. No mercy. We gotta kill every last rat bastard one of them every last one not for revenge not because they deserve it not because it'll make the world a better place we need a heap of bloody bodies so when mob boss valenquist looks over his charts of profits and losses he'll see what it cost him to mess with the girls of old town the valkyrie at my side is shouting and laughing with the pure hateful bloodthirsty joy of the
10: slaughter me to shake your hand.
11: I insist. If you insist.
3: resist.
5: Major Warren, please let me send this ugly son of a bitch to hell. You killed O.B., he is worth ten of you.
9: Warren, can I kill him? (laughs) Say (laughs) adios to your huevos.
2: You know who we are? We're associates of your business partner, Marcellus Wallace. You do remember your business partner, don't you? Now, let me take a wild guess here. You're Brett, right? Yeah. I thought so. You remember your business partner, Marcellus Wallace, don't you, Brett? Yeah, I remember. Good. Looks like me and Vincent caught you boys at breakfast. Sorry about that. What you having? Hamburgers. Hamburgers. The cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. What kind of hamburgers? Che- cheeseburgers. No, 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 no. Where'd you get them? McDonald's, Wendy's, Jack in the Box, where? Uh, Big Kahuna Burger. Big Kahuna Burger. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. I hear they got some tasty burgers. I ain't never had one myself. How are they? Okay, you, you mind if I try one of yours? This is yours here, right? Yeah. Hmm. This is a tasty burger. Vincent. You ever had a big Kahuna burger? One bite. They're real tasty. hungry. No. Well, if you like burgers, give them a try sometime. Me? I can't usually get them because my girlfriend's a vegetarian, which pretty much makes me a vegetarian. I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. You know what they call a quarter pound of a cheese in France? No. Tell them, Vincent. Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. You know why they call it that? Uh, Because of the metric system? Check out the big brain on huh? bread. You're a smart motherfucker, that's right. The metric system. Send this. Sprite.
7: Sprite, good.
2: You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this
7: down? Go right ahead.
2: You, flock of seagulls. You know why we're here? Why don't you tell my man Vince here where you got your shit head at? (laughs)
12: It's over there. I don't
2: remember asking you a goddamn thing. You were saying? It's in the cupboard. No, the one by your knees. Vincent, we happy? Yeah, we happy.
7: Look, I'm sorry. Uh, I I didn't get your name. I got yours, uh, Vincent. Right? But, but I, I never got your My name's Pitt.
2: And your ass ain't talking your way out of this shit.
0: No, no, no. I just want you to know. I just want you to know how sorry we are, that that
8: things got so fucked up with us and and Mr. Wallace. We we got into this thing with the best
2: intentions, really. I never... Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? I didn't mean to do that. Please, continue. You were saying something about best intentions? What's the matter? Oh, you were finished? Oh Well, allow me to retort. Does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What country are you from? Oh, what? What well, ain't no country I ever heard of? They speak English and what? What? English, motherfucker! Do you speak it? Yes. Then you know what I'm saying. Yes. Describe what Marcellus Wallace looks like what say what again say what again i dare you i double dare you motherfucker say what one more goddamn time he's,
3: he's,
2: he's black go on he's bald does he look like a bitch? what does he look like a bitch? Like a bitch? No! then why you try to fuck him like a bitch brett did. yes you did yes you did brett you tried to fuck no. And my Marcellus no. Wallace don't like to be fucked by anybody except Mrs. Wallace. You read the Bible, Brent? Um, right? Yes. Well, there's this yes. passage I got memorized. Sort of fits this <coughs> occasion. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he when I lay my vengeance
3: upon thee!
2: What does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What country are you from? What? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of! They speak English and what? a bitch. No! Then why you try to fuck him like a bitch, Brett? He did Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Brett. You tried to fuck him. No. my son, no. Wallace don't like to be fucked by anybody except Mrs. Wallace. No. You read the Bible, uh, Brett. Yes. Well, there's this passage I got memorized. Sort of fits this occasion. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset,
4: I'll give you a good stare here because I won't be looking at you again, <laughs> and, but I will be spitting on you, beware, my concerts tend to sell out from the back here because I spit all the time, please get, bring a brolly. listen it's i uh, I'm glad you're here, it's uh, well I think we'll have a good time, it's great, I love the Usher Hall, it's been a great tour, last night was brilliant, so if tonight sucks I would imagine it's your fault, <laughs> so, <laughs> just relax, there's no reason at all why we shouldn't have a good time. Let's see. except if, if I can only get started, this is the hardest bit for me. Getting, st- just, you shut the fuck up, you. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I'll let you into a wee secret. When your light goes out and mine comes on, it's my turn, right? <laughs> mine goes out, yours comes on, it's you again. Until then, shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> Right, so, I couldn't believe it today, I was, there was about seven seasons today, I didn't know, I was going to go out, but I, I didn't know what to wear, every time I looked at the window, it was a different weather, you know, it was snowing, it was sunny, it was windy, it was a, the whole tour's been like that, because I started, well I started really on the 5th of January, But we've come right This is the weirdest tour I've ever done. We started in Greenock, finished in Johannesburg. (laughs) It's the truth, we go tomorrow. We've been in Orkney, Shetland. Yeah, we've been there as well. I think that's the right pronunciation for (laughs) Orkney. If the wind is anything to go by, where are you from? Wow. Tell you what, they need a wee bit more wind up there, don't they? Fucking hell. You wear a raincoat, you can hang glide in the main street. (laughs) It's beyond belief. It's a wonderful place, but how odd. You see people going to the shops with their children on bits of string. (laughs) I'm just getting into the store here. Hang on. Get me sweeties, (laughs) mummy. There's no trees in Shetland, for Christ's sake. Shetland's trees are in Norway. (laughs) True. They all live at one end of the island. Everybody's got the same haircut. (laughs) Sort of horizontal Mohawk, you know. The dogs have got nowhere to piss, you know. They don't know what to do. They, they lie on their backs and piss up in the air. It rains dog piss in Oslo. It's the most... Scotland is just unbelievable. And, and there's nobody here. There's no bugger here. It's miles and miles of nobody. Like, like there's five million in the population, ish, right, give or take, a dozen or six. The, so they're all in Glasgow, Edinburgh, Aberdeen, Dundee and Inverness, and, and the rest empty. There's, there's miles and miles of deer and cows, hello, <laughs> but There's people saying, Settlers out! I said settlers in populate the fucking place, there's nobody there.
3: i
10: Guess. Well done, 19 nights in here. Thank you, people of Glasgow. <laughs> 19, 19, 19 nights, 12,000 people, 35 quid a ticket. I have never masturbated to a sum before.
3: <laughs> <It's>
10: just, <laughs> I'm trying to drink in moderation these days take spells. You need to take a wee bit of a pre-season before you get back into it. I'm trying to drink I, It's easy for me. I live in an area where these fucking juice bars, right? You can, it's easy to eat healthy when you live in a, a salubrious area. I was, I was in a juice bar, a juice bar, and I ordered myself what was called a stress buster with a libido shot, right? And as soon as I said that out loud, I thought, fuck, I've just revealed a bit too much of myself here. <laughs> No, that's fine, it's good to talk, Kev. It's good to talk, open up to the guy. Get it off your chest, Kev. It's okay not to be okay. See what other juice he's got. Mate, have you got a juice that could stop me dreaming that there's an Alsatian chasing me through a scrapyard? And every time I shout for help, my teeth fly out my mouth. (laughs) It's a lucrative market, fucking bullshitting people. Everybody's falling for it. Even the smokers. Right, I respect smokers. At least you know you're killing yourself. Unlike this new breed of the electronic cigarette user. These big machines that people are... Pu- These fucking moped engines that people are puffing on. And they're making the smokers feel shame. Oh, you need to quit the cigarettes, man, get yourself a vape. You know, that's me been three months off the cigarettes. Yeah, i just really feel the freedom in my lungs. That's big fucking machine. <laughs> you <laughs> need to get yourself one of these, man. Every city centre in the UK, these clouds are appearing in the sky. You're waiting for the guy to reappear, dressed up as fucking shell. <laughs> That's the hand gesture. If you're inviting somebody outside for a cigarette, it's that. If you're inviting somebody outside for an electronic cigarette, it's this. (laughs) Here, there's about 15 guys coming out. One of them's got a camcorder. They must be right into vaping. These boys are. Fucking. <laughs> Bring yours, so we've got two. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a mate. He's a vapist, right? I was watching him. <laughs> I was in his flat one night. I was, wa- <laughs> I was watching him. He's vape, right? And he, he was charging the electronic cigarette through a USB cable. Right, that's how healthy it is. Right, you charge it through a USB lead, then put it straight into your chest. He's got all his wee flavoured tobaccos putting about 70 watts of tiramisu into his lungs. <laughs> Charging his vape through a USB cable that was attached to his PlayStation, all the while he's still smoking on it this is a guy convinced he has made a positive lifestyle change i'm sitting back watching a guy smoking a fucking playstation <laughs> i'm saying what, what, what games what games have you got he's going oh, i don't play it I, don't, I just puff it i just puff it no i don't play it <laughs> these living rooms like a fucking (laughs) Galatasaray (laughs) match. Well, you're gonna get a fine off your UEFA, man. Fucking hell. (laughs) I hope there is... I hope there is Wi-Fi up in heaven if you get there. Hope there's not even a password. Hope it just connects. That's at least we can expect if we get to heaven, innit? The tech generation, shit-hot Wi-Fi. Hell, I bet hell is atrocious Wi-Fi. BT Open Zone, that's what you get in hell. (laughs) That That is is what every dead paedophile deserves. Eternity on BT Open Zone. (laughs) How the fuck do you got on the Wi-Fi? You're fucking shite, (laughs) innit? So I need to re-enter my details. Fucking fuck! Jimmy Savile smashing a Samsung Galaxy off the (laughs) floor. Fuck! (laughs) Messenger,
13: like that was the very first one. one. time racism saved my life, man. I was, I was on a plane. <laughs> I, I, was coming, I was coming from overseas, and uh, I don't know how this guy got a machine gun on the plane, but he stood up, man. He said,
14: everybody get on the fucking ground.
13: Nobody look at my face. <laughs> I started freaking out because he was Chinese. I was like, why is he talking like that? Like, <laughs> he was screaming and crying. I was the only brother on the plane. Well, I thought I was the only brother. I looked over, there was one other black dude. He was from Nigeria. I, I looked over at him, he was looking right in my face, man. He didn't say two words to me. He just looked at me, he was like <laughs> 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 He didn't need to talk. I knew just what he was talking about. I looked right back at him. I was like, and white dudes on the front of the plane seen us, they were like,
9: oh my God.
7: I think those black guys are gonna try to save us.
13: Mm -mm. We were just communicating that we understood the situation. We were both seeing the same thing. What we understood was simple terrorists don't take black hostages. (laughs) That's the truth. I I have yet to see one of us on the news reading the hostage letters. (laughs) Um, mm. They is treating us good. Uh, We all chilling and shit. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Ray Ray and Big Steve (laughs) and uh, Chester Newport. You're not gonna see it. And terrorists are smart, they know what they're doing there, you know, they terrorists. They know black people's bad bargaining chips. <laughs> they call the White House and hello, we have got five black, hello? I'm having an artistic dilemma. I have two poems. One poem is older, and one poem I just wrote backstage. (laughs) Which one would you like to hear? Wait, how many for the old one? How many for the new one? All right, so remember, if it sucks, you ask for it. One night at 3 a.m., I went to the corner store. I forgot why. Oh, that's right, I wanted a bite. I had the munchies because I was high. (laughs) The store is owned by Mr. Foam, and every day he sees me, he does me wrong. He's Korean. Now I'd never say I hate all Korean people. I haven't met all Korean people. That hate talks for savages. But even though I don't generalize, I do do percentages and averages. So far, I hate one out of five Korean people I've met so far. So I come in the store, (laughs) hello Mr. Fong, I say, and he just scowls at me and growls at me. Buy something, (laughs) hurry up. (laughs) Now look, I'm not stealing in the least, but if you're shopping and you know someone's watching you shop, that shit'll make you look like a thief. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. phone said, hey, I've been watching you since you came in the door. Buy something now or get out of my store. Now I couldn't take it anymore. Hey, hey, I said, raising my hand. Get your fingers out of my face, Chinaman." <laughs> Mr. Fong said, hey, hey, what make you think I'm Chinese? You must not know what you're saying. You made a mistake, Brackman. Mr. Fong is Korean. Now I was wrong. I was wrong. I said, uh, Mr. Fong, I'm sorry to offend by mistaking your race. But you got to admit, if it was a Chinese look-alike contest, your ass would place. You're a dead ringer for a Chinese. But don't be mad at me. I didn't mean to offend you in the least. You know, some people say all black people look alike. We call those people police. Thank you. It's too much shit out there to stress you out. This whole world is just drug infested, hate infested, drug infested world. Hate drugs. I heard the worst drug story. You know, my friend told me, you know what he's dealing with? His landlord is hooked on crack. That's, that's terrible. That's pressure. Your landlord's hooked on crack, that means you've gotta have the rent. You come around all the time, I got the rent. It's not even due yet, it's the 10th. Come on, I need it! Let me just get $20 of it now and then, uh, just give me the rest of the, end of the month. Every couple hours. Hey look, I'm gonna need some more of the rent. Buildings falling apart, things came up Comes home early from a party Landlord's in a crib, going through his shit What are you doing in my house? Ah! Where's the sink? I came to fix it It's in the kitchen I thought it was in the drawer I'll fix it tomorrow when I come for the rent What I hate about drugs. I hate when like people my age and older get hooked on crack. I hate that shit. You're too, you're too old to be experimenting with the drugs at a certain point. You should be past that. You ain't doing it by a certain point. You just miss it. <laughs> drugs are really for old people anyway. You 75, you've earned the right. Shit, I'm, if I was 75, I'd do coke, heroin, everything. I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> I'd be walking down the street, they'd be like, boy, that old man is tripping. Everything. Maybe weed. You gotta do something, do a little weed. Smoke weed. Weed's not as bad as everything else. So weed is a background substance. You know what I mean, you can smoke some herb and still function. You ain't crisp, but you'll function. Nothing higher than weed, though. I made that mistake one time. I- I was at a party, some guy gave me some shit, he's like, here man, take this. It's fucking mushrooms. I took it, I forgot all about it, you know. Then a couple of days later, I found that shit in my pocket, I'm thinking, why not? Cause I'm thinking it's like weed, some background shit. I planned my whole day out like it was weed. <laughs> I'll chew this shit up, then I'll go to the barbershop, get my hair cut, and then I'll see a movie. Shoot it up. So far, so good. <laughs> then I was in a barber shop, like an hour later. And it's funny because I was just thinking to myself, I was like, ooh, this stuff sucks. <laughs> Tastes like a athlete's foot. I feel sick, but I'm not really high. Then I looked in the mirror. I saw the barber's reflection, man. It looked like, it looked like a big penis was cutting my hair. I freaked out. I started talking to myself, Dave, calm down. You're on drugs. This is what drugs do. Can you know that there was no way that a penis can cut hair <laughs> but I started freaking out man I just couldn't take it anymore I jumped out the chair half my hair was cut I didn't care <laughs> I didn't I just gave a barber a handful of money <laughs> it was weird the balls opened up anyway I <laughs> I ran home man I ran home as fast as I could I tripping I tripping I looked at the clock it was 2 42 I was like damn
9: I got to sober up.
13: I had never been this high this early. I took a shower. I was still high. said, maybe music will do the trick. I listened to every CD I had. I was still high. Exercise. That's what I'll do. I ran around the block four times. Still high. Took a nap, woke up, fucked up. <laughs> I looked at the clock, it was 2.43. I said, God dang. I'm scared to death of these police. I am, nigga. I, I got a police scanner. First, first, first money I got, this is the first shit I went out, bought me a police scanner. I just listen to these motherfuckers before I go out, just to make sure everything's cool. You hear shit on it. Calling all cars, calling all cars. Be on the lookout for a blackmail between 4-7 and 6-8. Staying in the crib tonight, fuck that. <laughs> Gotta work on that alibi for a minute. Every black person needs an alibi. I, I do them impromptu joints. If I'm by myself and need an al- I'll just open up the windows in the apartment, turn all the lights on. Start beating off right in the window. Look at me. Hey, everybody look, it's me. Dave Chappelle praising him, jerking off. The- Note the time, motherfuckers. It's 2:35. Look at me, I'm jerking off in the window, 2.35. Comedian Dave Chappelle is June 10th. Note the time. That shit could save my life. Officer David Chappelle couldn't have done that. I saw him in his window masturbating from 2.35 to 2.37. I'm certain of it. He was standing on a clock and holding a calendar and today's paper. Fuck, I need an alibi. I can't be no celebrity. This shit is just the worst. I'm seeing it, I can see why. I see why stars are crazy, man, these motherfuckers. I went to Disney World with my kids, which is a big deal for me. I don't get to see my kids so much. I do Chappelle's show 20 hours a day, sleep for like half an hour, raise my kids for 10, 20 minutes, and I go back to work. <laughs> now. <laughs> this particular day, I got to hook up with the kids, we went to Disney World. Everybody at the park, fucking everybody. Hey, hey! Rick James, bitch. <laughs> hey, I'm Rick
9: James,
13: bitch. It's like, hey, man, hey. You mind not calling me a bitch in front of my kids? Time out, motherfucker. We take a day off. Even Mickey Mouse did it. I said, this is the most unprofessional shit I have ever seen in my life. Rick James, bitch. <laughs> Oh, I was fed up. I caught that motherfucker with an uppercut. Bop! Knocked his head clean off. Everybody was screaming. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mickey Mouse is Mexican. I don't deal with jails. Don't deal with jails, and I don't deal with police. My house got robbed in New York. I didn't even call the police. (laughs) I wanted to, but I couldn't my crib is too nice it's not that it's too nice but it's too nice for me (laughs) you know how the police are in new york soon as i open the door they'll be like oh he's still here (laughs) open and shut case johnson apparently this black guy broke in and hung up pictures of his family everywhere Never seen anything like it. Don't deal with them, man. I I had to bail a friend of mine out of jail one time. You know, that was horrible. I was scared. I had to walk right into the belly of the beast. I tried to look as non-threatening as possible. Hi. I'm here to bail out my buddy. Oh, okay. Well, while you're here, you do fit a description. (laughs) If you walk this way, we can process you. How they always get us It's fitting those damn descriptions. Now I could be bitter and blame all the police, but now I'll tell you who I blame. those sketch artists. They keep drawing the same brother over and over again. Who is this generic man we all look like? I want to know what they say when it's us. You know' I'd be really in that room like, did you get a look? Did you see the guy that tried to rob you?: Yes. Yes, I did. He's about six feet tall, I'd say, six. Feet tall, yes. He had his hat on backwards too, good. That's good stuff, hat was on backwards, yes. He was black, okay, big lips, big nose, sh- hanging out, say no more, sir. I'll draw him from memory. You now let me get my stencil, I think we can trace this guy and save some time. I've been accused of having sex with a girl I did not have sex with before. And let me tell you something, that shit is infuriating. You ever go through that, You know it'll make you crazy. You'd be screaming at your best friends, I didn't touch that bitch, nigga, I'll kill you! Fuck you, nigga, I'll kill you! Please believe me! Please believe me! <laughs> Clinton didn't do it like that, did it? When Clinton came out of the press conference all relaxed, Shoulders all relaxed and all this trouble look like he just got done fucking or something. Oh. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something, America. I don't think you heard me the first time. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. <laughs> I know what that finger smelled like, nobody cared. <laughs> nobody cared, we all watched. We was disgusted, but we kept watching the news. I know I did, I, I was taping it. <laughs> See, I'd be at the crib like, baby, turn the lights off, the news is coming on. <laughs> Every week on 60 Minutes was a different girl accusing Clinton. Remember Kathleen Willie came out? She was upset, she, the president called me into his office. He began Massaging my breast <laughs> slowly. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he placed my hand on his genitals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ed Bradley was shocked. <gasps> was he aroused? I was at home like, yeah, was he aroused And then Ed Bradley looked right in the camera. He said, don't bust that nut yet. We'll be right back. Oh, man, the news had never been so good. But there were no victims. There were no victims. Only one I feel sorry for is, is that uh, Lewinsky. I feel a little sorry for her. Don't y'all feel a little sorry for her at all? <laughs> God damn, y'all. Come on, man. Have a heart. That's a hard thing to be famous for, man. I mean, nobody want to be the most famous cocksucker of all times and shit. <laughs> I feel bad for her. Not even the women feel sorry for her a little bit, ladies. Now that's jealousy. That's what that is. I mean, come on, y'all, that's one dick that that girl sucked. It's gonna haunt her for the rest of her life. Long after she spent that money up, that's still gonna haunt her. And I know there's a lot of women in here with at least one dick they regret. And I bet she wasn't a president's dick. I bet she worked at Kenny's Shoes or Safeway or some shit like that. Don't go judging her. Don't go judging her. See, we gotta stop judging people. That girl was young, and she made a mistake that young girls make. She wanted to fuck a powerful man. Period. That's as far as she thought it through. She wasn't thinking about how powerful the president was. She had no wisdom. An older woman would have helped everybody. An older woman would have been in there, you know, um, you should lower taxes.
3: <laughs> you know
13: Who <what> <laughs> <do> wrote this song? <laughs> you know that's is my grandma our grandmother used to sing that when she cleaning up that's a negro spiritual black work song not everybody know about that i know see white people you guys might whistle when you work (laughs) you dig but that's how you can tell what kind of work we're actually
3: doing
13: that kind of (laughs) I do anything that has to do with race I read a little here see a little there and I travel that's always good Uh, traveling has made me a a racism connoisseur if you will (laughs) you know it's different from region to region anyone ever been down south (laughs) so you guys know what I'm talking about And the racism down there is just Ah, it's perfect, it's due to a perfection. It's comfortable, it's out in the open. There are no secrets in Mississippi. Everybody knows the deal. Morning, nigga. Morning, sir. Not right up here. You hit the big cities, man. It's different. It's always a secret. And we should do like them. We should keep our down open then a little. I mean, with limits. You don't want to say whatever comes to your mind. That might be a little much. White dude be walking down the street, minding his business. Brother walk up to him. Hello. You white oppressor. You slave master, rapist of Africa. Be- <gasps> Why? Hello, my. Big-lip spear-chucking friend? (laughs) Touche, honky. So, Whitey, what did you do today, huh? Oppress a new land and make the people there Christians against their will? (laughs) What did you do, fellow? Burn those big black lips on a crack pipe as you (laughs) missed your job interview? (laughs) Easy, Whitey, you're cutting deep. Oh, this chit-chat has got me thirsty. (laughs) If you will excuse me for a moment, I'm going to go to the Korean store and get something to drink. (laughs) Chilling. (laughs) Hello. You slanted-eyed, ruined the economy in our neighborhood by opening stores and taking the money out of the community, chink. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good afternoon, y'all. Browse around but never buy anything, suspicious-looking letter. After a while, that might be too much. <laughs> you can't help it. If you're an American, you're a racist. We brought up from the beginning to think in generalizations. We never look at the individual. We rarely look at an individual. I'm a racist. I know I'm a racist. You know how I know? The other day, I caught myself being racist against myself. <laughs> There's so much getting on, I got mixed up. Forgot whose team I was on.
3: <laughs>
13: One time, I was reading the paper, man, this story came on about the, uh, this guy was suing a department store because they wouldn't let him play Santa Claus, you know, because he's black. And I was actually like relieved when the department store beat him. That's bad. But I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for the idea of a black Santa Claus, man. That shit would suck. So we wouldn't get our presents till the 28th, 29th. Oh, sorry, wet kids. Santa got caught up with some in Vegas. I had to sell some toys to get back, shit. Yeah. Where are them cookies at? I said, I'm in the wrong business. I should be the president. Shit, I'm in the wrong business. See, the only reason I want to be president is because I'm black. That'd make it too hot for me. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I think it could be a black president one day, but you don't want to be the first one. I mean, second or third, that's fine, but that first nigga better watch out. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> too hot. I mean, I'd be the first black president. I don't think that nobody would really, really hurt me. I'm sure somebody would want to hurt me, but I don't think they touch me uh, because my vice president will be Mexican for a little insurance. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You can shoot me if you want, but you're just gonna open the border up, so. (laughs) You might as well leave me and Vice President Santiago to our own devices. (laughs) Ain't that right, Santiago? See? Elyon can stay. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, I don't got no Elian jokes. All I'll say about Elian is, thank God he's cute. Because if he was Haitian, you'd have never heard about his ass. If Elian, if Elian Gonzalez was Elyon Mamumbo from Haiti, Ready to push that little rubber tube right back in the water. Sorry, fella, all full. Good luck. That's the thing, there's so many stuff, there's so much stuff to worry about. You know, the more you know, the more you don't know and shit. You know, like a lot of people be telling me, Dave, you know, you just gotta relax. The racism thing be bugging you too much. I be thinking about it. Sometimes shit'll happen. You know, a lot of black people can relate to this. Have you ever had something happen that was so racist that you didn't even get mad? You were just like, "God damn, that was racist. That was racist." <laughs> I mean, it was so blatant. You were just like, "Wow." Like it almost like it didn't even happen to you. It was like a fucking movie. That was a, like you was watching Mississippi burning. Wow. <laughs> that happened to me. I, I was in Mississippi. I was in Mississippi doing a show, and I go to a restaurant to order some food. And uh, I say to the guy, I say, I would like to have, and before I even finish my sentence, he says, the chicken. I said, what the fuck? (laughs) I could not believe it. Could not believe that shit. This man was absolutely right. I said, how did he know that I was gonna get some chicken? I asked him, I said, how you know that? How did you know I was going to get some chicken? He looked at me like I was crazy. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Now, everybody knew as soon as you walked through the goddamn door, you're going to get some chicken. There's no secret down here that blacks and chickens are quite fond of one another. Then I finally understood what he was saying, and I got upset. I wasn't even mad, I was just upset I wasn't ready to hear that shit. All these years I thought I liked chicken because it was delicious. <laughs> Turns out I'm genetically predisposed to liking chicken. I said, why? I got no say in the man. I got ruined chicken for me. I'm scared to eat it in public. I don't. I want somebody to see me and say something, you know what I mean, like you be eating some chicken. Look at him. He loves it. Just like it said in the encyclopedia. Look how happy he looks. Sometimes you will be too much to deal with. That show business be crazy. That's where the cultures really collide. Show business bring a lot of races together. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. This is one thing that happens that's funny. You know, sometimes I'll be on a business call, right? You know, like with a, with a lawyer or something. You know, my lawyers be white. And, uh, and, uh. <laughs> 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 like, we'll be on a call, right? And they'll be like, oh, okay, Dave, we're gonna, we're gonna close the deal. Is that fine with you? I'll be like, yeah, that's good for me. Great. Great, you have a good weekend, Dave. I'll be like, all right, you too, man, peace. Oh, all right, bye-bye. They don't know what to say, right? So sometimes sometimes I'll make up shit that's not even slang just to see how they handle it and shit. It'd be the same business, go, all right, we're gonna close the deal, is that fine with you, Dave? Yeah, sounds good to me. Great, you have a good weekend, Dave. All right, buddy. Zip it up and zip it out. Oh. All right, so be doo bye my bikes.
12: Oh, come in, love. It's all right, friend of my daughters. Babes, it's for you. She's got that. Bloody radio on again, shall wait, Jason. <laughs> what are
15: you doing here? What am I doing? What are you doing here?
12: Well, this is where Debbie lives, isn't it? That bird from the pub.
15: Yeah. Here. here, You're not trying. No, to... I am not. <laughs> I'm a friend of her mum's. Yeah. Mm. When did you make her then? It's 1964. <laughs> well, you've only just come out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was engaged to her, soppy.
12: What, another one? <laughs> Stonemaid, you've been engaged more times on a switchboard, haven't you? <laughs> oh,
15: don't you start getting lippy? You know, I don't know what you brought that round for, cos I ain't got a record player.
12: It's all right, I ain't got a record.
15: <laughs> <laughs> you are a saucy little dick. Oi! <laughs> I got one of those at home on a sideboard. Yeah, all right, well, I'll get you another one tomorrow. Won't yeah, I? You better. Junie. Do. Well, you'll never guess who that is. That is little Rodney.
12: You're kidding.
15: No, I'm not straight up.
12: I don't believe it. The last time I saw you, you were about that high. How old was he, Del?
15: Hmm, then about two and a half.
12: <laughs> anyway, it's very nice to meet you again, Rodney.
15: Ain't you? Mum. <laughs> oh, leave it out, Rodney. You're making me feel quite a dick, you really are.
12: You can call me June. Oh, thank you. Debbie won't be a minute. She's just putting some clothes on. Oh, she needn't bother. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I meant, you know, she needn't bother to put on anything special. Oh. Um, I was thinking, actually, um, <laughs> if you two wanted to go out and, uh, you know, <laughs> chat about old times and all that, well, you know, I'm sure me and Debbie wouldn't mind babysitting. Uh, what do you think, Dale?
15: I don't tell you what I think, Junie. <laughs> Come on, let's go out for a drink, shall we? Yeah. <coughs> Hello, Rodney. Debs. You all right, darling? Oh, Are mm. uh, You two met? Yeah. Yeah, I came in the paper shop this morning for a dirty magazine. Oh. <laughs> hey, no, actually,
12: listen... Uh, I know was know just we're... saying, that, uh, you and me wouldn't mind babysitting if Del and your mum went out for a drink. Yeah, that suits me. i get my coat.
15: Yeah, all right, darling. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Here. Oi, I'd do that up if I was you. You'd get a cold on your chest. Oi, oh, yeah. Debbie's out. she can do what she likes. <laughs> you want a brandy kids? Brandy, eh? You're splashing out, isn't you? Yeah, well, of course he's celebrating, isn't he? Celebrating what? Oh, hasn't he told you? He's just heard from the clinic he's got an all clear.
12: <laughs> Put her down, you right
15: you're back early, ain't you?
12: Yes. Ain't we just, Dave? I am going to bed, Dell.
15: Yeah, no, listen, June, we've got to talk.
12: Look, I knew this is how you'd behave. That's why I didn't tell you. I'll see you around sometime.
15: No, listen, June. Maybe. Look, we've got to talk. <laughs> You've made another lasting impression then Nostia. <laughs> Rodney, come on, get up out of there. Come on. Give Debbie some air. The poor girl can't breathe. Yeah, all right. You want another brandy, Deb? No, she don't. <laughs> Decisions, thank you. Yes, of course. Of course. It's just that if you have too much to drink, you might make yourself sick. And you don't want to be ill for your party next week. It's Debbie's birthday next week, Rodney. Yeah?
12: Thought it was mine tonight.
15: <laughs> I- I'll get you a nice present, shall I? Dear? <laughs> yeah. I'll get you a solid gold watch, eh? A couple of hundred quid at least, no rubbish.
9: All
3: right.
15: What's your game, Dill? <laughs> Just just feeling generous, that's all. Come on, Rodney, I'll give you a lift home. Come on. Give me
12: There, we only live 50 yards across the precinct.
15: I know that, I know, but when I came back tonight there was a load of muggers hanging about. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
12: We'll perhaps I better go, Dad's got to be up early. All right
15: then. <coughs> Good night. Good night. Pleasant dreams.
12: (laughs) (laughs) Well, night, Debs.
3: Good night. Come on, (laughs) Rodney!
5: So, first of all, let me assert
7: my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance.
11: Yesterday, December 7, 1941, a date which will live in infamy, the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. A short time ago, an American airplane dropped one bomb on Hiroshima and destroyed its usefulness to the enemy. That bomb has more power than 20,000 tons of TNT. The Japanese began the war from the air at Pearl Harbor. They have been repaid many fold, and the end is not yet. With this bomb, we have now added a new and revolutionary increase in destruction to supplement the growing power of our armed forces.
6: We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes.
11: I do not believe that any of us would exchange places with any other people or any other generation. The energy, the faith, My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. And there are even a few who say that it's true that communism is an evil system, but it permits us to make economic progress. Lassie, Nacht, Berlin in common. Let them come! All, all free men, wherever they may live, are citizens of Berlin. And therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the words, Ich bin ein violiner.
7: I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. I have a dream today.
5: issue here, the command of the Constitution is plain. There is no moral issue. It is wrong, deadly wrong, to deny any of your fellow Americans the right to vote in this country. To know war is to know that there is still madness in this world. There are poor to be lifted up, and there are cities to be built, and there's a world to be helped. Yet, we do what we must. I am hopeful, and I will try with best I can with everything I've got to end this battle, and to return our sons to their desires. Yet, as long as others will challenge America's security and test the dearness of our beliefs with fire and steel, then we must stand or see the promise of two centuries tremble.
16: All we say to America is be true to what you said on paper. But somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly, somewhere I read of the freedom of speech, somewhere I read, of the freedom of press, somewhere I read, that the greatness of America is the right to protest far right. And so, just as I say, we aren't going to let any dogs or water hoses turn us around, we aren't going to let any injunction turn us around. so i'm happy tonight i'm not worried about anything i'm not fearing any man mine eyes have seen
3: the glory of the coming of the lord i
8: I have some very sad news for all of you and i think uh sad news for all of our fellow citizens and people who love peace all over the world and that is that Martin Luther King was shot and was killed tonight in Memphis, Tennessee.
0: So you think you know Wix, but do you really? First up, we've got shape video masks. You can use different shapes to create completely different vibes and aesthetics. Or you can create your own graphic. I use the shape composition here. Just import any SVG file and set it as a shape mask. Nice. Next up, we'll keep it moving with the hover box. You can use it to animate any element and create these really eye-catching interactions. And what I love is that the level of control you get here is crazy precise. You can set your animation ease, scale size, and position to create this really dope effect. Third, we've got the mega menu. This not only lets you organize your site menu into different subcategories, but it also looks amazing when you add in different elements like text, buttons, images, and pretty much anything you can think of. And last but not least, we've got My Designs. This feature lets you save any section or component that you've already created, and you can use it as a starting point on any other pages or sites you're working on. This one's personally saved me a ton of time. So you've got all these features. Now see what you can do with them. Get on over to Wix and create something dope.
13: A car is the only supermarket that delivers M&S.
12: Yeah, and it's a perfect marriage. In terms of groceries, I think it is the perfect marriage. Yeah. Because that's where we used to shop, quality, and it's quality delivered to your home.
8: Martin Luther King dedicated his life to love and and to justice between fellow human beings. He died in the cause of that effort. For those of you who are black and are tempted to fill with, be filled with hatred and mistrust of the injustice of such an act against all white people, I would only say that I can also feel in my own heart the same kind of feeling. I had a member of my family killed, but he was killed by a white man. But we have to make an effort in the United States. We have to make an effort to understand, to get beyond or go beyond these rather difficult times. A favorite poem, my my favorite poet was Aeschylus. He once wrote Even in our sleep, pain which cannot forget falls drop by drop upon the heart until in our own day despair, against our will, comes wisdom through the awful grace of God. What we need in the United States is not division. What we need in the United States is not hatred. What we need in the United States is not violence and lawlessness but his love and wisdom and compassion toward one another, feeling of justice toward those who still suffer within our country, whether they be white or whether they be
11: black. Throughout the long and difficult period of Watergate, I have felt it was my duty to persevere, to make every possible effort to complete the term of office to which you elected me. In the past few days, however, it has become evident to me that I no longer have a strong enough political base in the Congress to justify continuing that effort. Therefore, I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. Vice President Ford will be sworn in as president at that hour in this office.
6: Today is a day for mourning and remembering. Nancy and I are pained to the core by the tragedy of the Shuttle Challenger. We know we share this pain with all of the people of our country. This is truly a national loss. We've never had a tragedy like this. And perhaps we've forgotten the courage it took for the crew of the Shuttle. But they, the Challenger 7, were aware of the dangers, but overcame them and did their jobs brilliantly. We mourn seven heroes. And I want to say something to the school children of America who were watching the live coverage of the shuttle's takeoff. I know it's hard to understand, but sometimes painful things like this happen. It's all part of the process of exploration and discovery. It's all part of taking a chance and expanding man's horizons. The future doesn't belong to the faint-hearted. It belongs to the brave. The Challenger crew was pulling us into the future and we'll continue to follow them. There is one sign the Soviets can make that would be unmistakable, that would advance dramatically the cause of freedom and peace. General Secretary Gorbachev, if you seek peace, if you seek prosperity for the Soviet Union and Eastern Europe, if you seek liberalization, come here to this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall.
8: Just two hours ago, Allied air forces began an attack on military targets in Iraq and Kuwait. These attacks continue as I speak. Ground forces are not engaged. This conflict started August 2nd, when the dictator of Iraq invaded a small and helpless neighbor. Kuwait, a member of the Arab League, and a member of the United Nations, was crushed. Its people brutalized. Five months ago, Saddam Hussein started this cruel war against Kuwait. Tonight, the battle has been joined.
1: Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, Members of Congress, honored guests, my fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive at this moment (laughs) in history. Never before has our nation enjoyed at once so much prosperity and social progress with so little internal crisis and so few external threats. Never before have we had such a blessed opportunity and therefore such a profound obligation to build the more perfect union of our founders dreams. We began the new century with over 20 million new jobs, the fastest economic growth in more than 30 years, the lowest unemployment rates in 30 years, the lowest poverty rates in 20 years, the lowest African-American and Hispanic unemployment rates on record, the first back-to-back surpluses in 42 years, and next month America will achieve the longest period of economic growth in our entire history. Good evening. Just moments ago
11: I spoke with George W. Bush and congratulated him on becoming the 43rd President of the United States, and I promised him that I wouldn't call him back this time. Now the U.S. Supreme Court has spoken. Let there be no doubt. While I strongly disagree with the court's decision, I accept it. I accept the finality of this outcome, which will be ratified next Monday in the Electoral College. And tonight, for the sake of our unity as the people and the strength of our democracy, I offer my concession.
3: For the workers who work
7: here,
11: for the families who mourn. This nation stands with the good people of New York City and New Jersey and Connecticut as we mourn the loss of thousands of our citizens. I can hear you.
7: I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people
14: And all those watching tonight from beyond our shores, from parliaments and palaces, to those who are huddled around radios in the forgotten corners of the world, our stories are singular, but our destiny is shared. And a new dawn of American leadership is at hand. To those, to those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we proved once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope.
12: Do you want to know how to find cheap flights on Kayak? Head to Kayak, add your origin and your destination. Choose your preferred dates and how flexible you are. We'll show you our cheapest flights for the dates within your range. You can save money if you're flexible with your dates. Search now on Kayak.
9: Societies depend intrinsically on on biodiversity for a number of reasons, including to store carbon, and obviously a key driver of climate change. We have a situation now where we need human intervention to bring these habitats back. What the Wildlife Trusts have achieved and us supporting gives me a lot of hope for the future. There's hope that there's committed people out there who know what they're doing, who know what habitats need. All they need is the resource to go out and do it, and that's what we want to support them with.
14: that's the true genius of America, that America can change. Our union can be perfected. And what we've already achieved gives us hope for what we can and must achieve tomorrow. This election had many firsts and many stories that will be told for generations. But one that's on my mind tonight is about a woman who cast her ballot in Atlanta. She is a lot like the millions of others who stood in line to make their voice heard in this election, except for one thing. Ann Nixon Cooper is 106 years old. She was born just a generation past slavery, a time when there were no cars on the road or planes in the sky, when someone like her couldn't vote for two reasons, because she was a woman and because of the color of her skin. And tonight, I think about all that she's seen throughout her century in America, the heartache and the hope, the struggle and the progress, the times we were told that we can't, and the people who pressed on with that American creed. Yes, we can. At a time when women's voices were silenced and their hopes dismissed, she lived to see them stand up and speak out and reach for the ballot. Yes, we can. When there was despair in the Dust Bowl and depression across the land, she saw a nation conquer fear itself with a new deal, new jobs, a new sense of common purpose. Yes, we can. When the bombs fell on our harbor and tyranny threatened the world, she was there to witness a generation rise to greatness and a democracy was saved. Yes, we can. She was there for the buses in Montgomery, The hoses in Birmingham, a bridge in Selma, and a preacher from Atlanta who told the people that we shall overcome, yes we can. can. A man touched down on the moon. A wall came down in Berlin. A world was connected by our own science and imagination. And this year, in this election, she touched her finger to a screen and cast her vote. Because after 106 years in America, through the best of times and the darkest of hours, she knows how America can change. Yes, we can. can. America, we have come so far. We have seen so much. But there's so much more to do. So tonight, let us ask ourselves, if our children should live to see the next century, If my daughters should be so lucky to live as long as Ann Nixon Cooper, what change will they see? What progress will we have made? This is our chance to answer that call. This is our moment. This is our time to put our people back to work and open doors of opportunity for our kids, to restore prosperity and promote the cause of peace to reclaim the American dream and reaffirm that fundamental truth that out of many we are one, that while we breathe, we hope, and where we are met with cynicism and doubt and those who tell us that we can't, we will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, we can. Thank you. God bless you. And may God bless the United States of America.
11: One, five, up. Rise, nice. One, a bit of the hips, brisk.